or when the dead fully come. The title of our message, and you continue talking about, we're talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the attributes of the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about who the Holy Spirit is. Hallelujah. We have to come back and talk about you, God, the Holy Spirit. So that when we, when we see these seven spirits that are resting upon us, abiding over us, oh God. There is not something we can use apart from you. Can you see? You cannot have the seven spirits apart from God, the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. That is why God wants us how we are to treat God, the Holy Spirit. Do you see that? God corrects us and wants to show us how much we are to reverence the Spirit of God, how much we are to honor God. Let's read Ephesians chapter 4. We cannot use the seven spirits of God and reject the person and reject God, the Holy Spirit. We're saying that Jesus says, I and the Father are one. I am in the Father and the Father is in me and we will come and abide with you. We will dwell in you. Can you see what she's saying? I am staying in the Father. I am abiding in God. I am doing all God wants me to do. I am going to God. I am bringing myself to God. Hallelujah. So I can do all God wants me to do. We are going to, the Holy Spirit is inside us. We are going to come to the Holy Spirit. We're going to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. That it's you in me, Holy Spirit. It is you. It's your seven spirits, Holy Spirit. That must operate through me. I am not denying you, Holy Spirit. And then grabbing the seven spirits that you have. The seven ways that you manifest yourself. And saying that's all I'll follow. No. Holy Spirit operates through them in you. Hallelujah. So they are not apart from him. Hallelujah. When Jesus was baptized, baptized by John the Baptist, we reminded ourselves last week, reminded by the word last week, the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove. Can you see? He appeared like a dove. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord descended upon Jesus like a dove. That's another way the Holy Spirit, we're going to Ephesians chapter 4, descended upon Jesus like a dove. Hallelujah. Can you see how he showed himself by the Holy Spirit? He showed himself like a dove. <clears throat> you see, when you see a dove, it's not because they wanted to find an image or something. He appeared like a dove. He descended upon Jesus like a dove. Let's talk about grieving. Grieving the Holy Spirit, chapter 4. Ephesians 4. Hallelujah. He can be grieved. He can be quenched. Grieve. Remove some hope. You see, when we don't do the things that we're supposed to do, the way we're supposed to, it's called grieving. Just as you say, as, a, as, as you say as a person that, 
We grieve him through our behaviors, through our actions, through our not keeping time, our not coming to church. Why? You're switching. End up.
opened up my mind. for the first time. Not because we're so intelligent, right? That's why we need more of the word inside us. When there's more word, then you will hear the word ringing inside your heart. It will be speaking in your heart. The word will be what you remember. When you're in trouble, the Holy Spirit will bring to talk to you about the word. Why? Because now your ears. How? You see how like when you tune it on radio, you tune it, right? You tune it to hear to the station you want. So you must tune your heart and your ears to the word of God. Tune it to the Spirit of God to hear Him. Holy Spirit, talk to me. I'm in this situation. Talk to me. He will give you the word. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit is not going to tell you anything outside the word. He will never lead us anywhere outside the word of God. Hallelujah. That's why when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we must now be led by the Spirit of God. It's not right to be baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, but never listen to the Holy Spirit. He doesn't talk to you. He talks to you, but you're not hearing, so he doesn't say anything to you. Holy Spirit, anoint our spiritual ears this morning. Anoint our spiritual ears, our spiritual eyes in the name of Jesus. We are obedient children. We are your sheep. We hear your voice. We don't follow the voice of the stranger. We are children. We are now born again. We want to listen to you alone. The world speaks to us. The world speaks to us more than 24 we have 24 hours in a day. The world wants to shout louder. But we want to tune our hearts, our spiritual ears. We want to tune all we are to listen to you, Holy Spirit. Let's go back. Let's go to the book of John. We'll go to John and then Romans. Ma? Excuse me? Yes, we talked about quenching. Let's go to John 14. John 14. us to go to verse that we are sealed unto the redemption. We can go read the verse. We are, is this that 32? Let's stay. Let's do it. Stay in Ephesians 4, verse 30. No, we read the 30. Said, I didn't finish reading the verse. Don't read the Holy Spirit. By whom we are sealed unto the day of redemption. Sealed meaning when he is the proof. When we get saved, he enters in God the Holy Spirit. He puts his mark, his seal that we are children of God. Hallelujah. Yes, we have a seal inside us that we are children of God. He has sealed us. Uspegu power, peswe piloze, peswe moya wa, utukudu kudu, You have that seal inside you of redemption. But when you're redeemed, you've been brought back by the blood of Jesus. That you are marked for Jesus. Till Jesus, for eternity, you are marked. Hallelujah. That you've received Jesus. That's your mark. You see, when the devil wants to mark people, God has come long before that. Has come already when the devil wants to mark us. Jesus comes in. Holy Spirit comes and becomes alive in our spirit. Our spirit that was dead becomes alive. And that becomes your seal inside your spirit that you're a child of God. He seals you. Stamp beside your horse, we call it a seal. Ah, 
when they put their signet, more than a signature, it's a seed, it's a, it's a way of, of, of marking, branding something, marking it. Well marked by the Spirit of God inside our hearts. Hallelujah. That's why the devil can see us. Do you know that? He can see what's written of God because of the seal in our spirits. He can see. Hallelujah. Satanists can see. I'm a demon. Why do demons want to manifest the presence of God? Why? Because they can sense God's presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God in you is alive. He's not dead. Hallelujah. You need to feed your spirit the word of God. We need to feed ourselves the word of God. Hallelujah. You see, people today, Pastor Abigail, don't gather to go to church. They forgot they've got the sermon inside their hearts. So your spirit inside you will never lead you to have, a, to, to have a moment to sit away from the presence of God. He is talking to his people. Are you aware? He's talking to you and I. Imagine us. What water? What a severe With a still small voice, he's talking to us. Get up, go to church. Right? He wants people to obey. Well, what? Those who listen are in church. They listen to the prompting. Who prays? The prompting of the Spirit push people out, pray them out to Jesus. Many people must learn to obey. Hallelujah. Many people, meaning that in the natural, they're not quick to obey. Can you see what happens? When you're not quick to obey, that's what happens. Even when you get saved, that nature of yours that's used to doing what you want still controls you. But you must come and hear the word to know that you are now a spirit being. You must be led by God the Holy Spirit. God, it must be easy for God to tell you, so get up, go to church, move, run. Run. You must come, run. Inside you, it's like pronunciation is how settled. It's like this unrest. church. No, you'll never do that. John 40 says, in the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwells with you and shall be in you. Can you see where the Holy Spirit is? Inside you. The seven spirits are inside you. They're with the Holy Spirit. They're operating, ready to operate. On people that obey the Holy Spirit. Can you see? Yeah. Prophet said you can say, but you pray for the folks. These things to operate. Can you see? It's not automatic. People are not talking to the Holy Spirit. Where will these seven spirits operate when someone doesn't talk to God the Holy Spirit? Who doesn't acknowledge the presence? They are not apart from Him. You cannot use him and do what you want. You will submit to the Holy Spirit and let him work with you. Galatians says, Let's go to Galatians. 
Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Six, he says, This I say, then walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you cannot do the things that you would. 18 says, But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. You must be led by the spirit of God. You see, the seven spirits want to operate through every believer, but they're not going to operate through every believer. Why? They are not allowing themselves to be led by the Holy Spirit. They are not allowing the seven spirits of God. They are not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead them. We cannot talk about something in different spirits. Meaning our flesh has become stronger and we have silenced the spirit of God. We, have now, we, are, we are now pushing the spirit of God down so that we hear nothing from the Holy Spirit. What a dangerous way of living. What a dangerous way of living. Hallelujah. You're already born again. You're already praying tongues. It's not a ritual praying tongues. We said praying is talking to God. It's fellowship. It's a relationship. You carry God wherever you are. The seven spirits of God. Wherever you and I are. You see, sitting in the service, we must be ready to receive wisdom. God. A situation arising when we live here, the wisdom of God must show us what to do. He's here to tell you what to do, how to do, and when in a situation. He is here, the Spirit of God, to teach the Word, to give us revelation of the Word of God. That's the Spirit of wisdom at work. Hallelujah. Let's declare together. In Isaiah 11, 2, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He is Oh no, that's, excuse me, that is Luke 4, 18. Let's say the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge of the fear of the Lord. Luke 4, 18, let's declare it together. These are the two scriptures we're declaring. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set liberty.
When I hear the word, I'm encouraged. Weariness will not be brought by the word. Hallelujah. Can you see depression? You are sad. The word will not do that. The word of God will lift you up. Hallelujah. Your spirit being, you are stronger, you are far greater than what you look outside. Look like outside. You are not your circumstance. You are not any, any suffering experiencing. You are not the pain. You are not the loss. You are a child of God. You are a spirit being. And God dwells inside you. God dwells with you. He's in you. The spirit of God is in you. That is enough to raise me up. Hallelujah. That is enough for me to rise. You see, when we rise and go preach the gospel, we are not rising in our own natural strength. We are not rising because... From outside, we've got a posture to rise. No, the Spirit of God inside us is leading us to go and preach the gospel. That is why when we are saved, it's not the outside that changes. Hallelujah. We don't get changed from the outside, but from inside. Hallelujah. As you walk in the natural, somebody may see and say, oh no, I know you. But they will see a notable change. How will they see the change? The change will be beaming from the inside to the outside. Are you aware? You see how, how good this person is. How, how this person change. How cheerful they are. But you know, they're so happy. They're not sad. They're beaming. They're rejoicing. Why? The word, spirit of God inside is living out of them from inside out. You see, that's why the seven spirits of God are operating. They're standing for God's throne. Can you see? They're standing before God's throne in heaven. Abiding in you and I today, the seven spirits of God. Why? They're sent to the earth we talked about last week. Can you see where they must operate? In the believer, they must operate through born again believers. In the earth, there are answers. They are the answer in the earth, God's throne. So can we want to live apart from the Holy Spirit? Can you want to have the seven spirits of God apart from the Holy Spirit? Impossible. They will not operate to a person that wants to grieve the Holy Spirit, that wants to resist the whole Holy Spirit every time. Some people may say, you're always talking about the Holy Spirit. Excuse me, who must we talk about? What do you mean you're always talking about the Holy Spirit? That's who we have here today. Who do you want us to talk about? 
There's no one else we're going to talk about. He's the one who teaches us the word. He's the one who's teaching us about Jesus. We're going to be led by the Spirit of God. We must acknowledge his very presence. Hallelujah. My father, when we're led by the Spirit of God, we are going to know exactly what to do. Hallelujah. And he rejoices in people that love to obey him. The Holy Spirit loves us when we obey. You see your spirit rejoices when you obey God. Are you aware? That is you rejoicing because you've decided to obey the Holy Spirit. But when you do something wrong in your spirit, you'll be feeling the pain. You'll be grieved. You'll be, you'll be made known to, to, known to realize that what you're doing is wrong. Hallelujah. Genesis 6, 3. We talk about quenching the, 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 the Holy Spirit, resisting him. Uh, we talk about grieving him, quenching, resisting him. In, in 6, 3, in Genesis 6, 3, we talk about withdrawal. What more? Can you see? Can you imagine? God, Holy Spirit, does not stay with sin. Are you aware? He doesn't. Every example we've read so far, uh, while we're talking about uh, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding, we saw the type of people that were operating in the spirit, that are walking in the spirit of wisdom, walking in the spirit of understanding. We saw who they were. They fellowship with God. Hallelujah. They spent time with God. This is what they treasured. They treasured the word of God and the presence of God. Now in Genesis 6, we said, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with men, for that he is also for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. Can you see? Withdrew. Hey, God will not strive with us. Holy Spirit will not strive with us, my brothers and sisters. He will not be quenched and, and, and allow himself to stay with someone who's quenching hold. He, he moves. He moves away. You think you're fine, but he would have left you, right? That is why they acknowledge God. That is just so important. Daniel, when he was asked to interpret the dream, he didn't give his own interpretation. He went and withdrew and went and sought God and said, God, why can you stay this dream of this king? Did he say it was not, not nothing of his own strength? He was trying to tell us, not in your own ability. Even Jesus, you see, Jesus acknowledged the Father. Even when he prayed publicly, openly, he says, Father, I know you hear me. Father, can you see? It's acknowledging God. It was never, we must acknowledge the Holy Spirit. We must acknowledge the Spirit of God that is here today on the earth. He's here leading every born again believer. He's here to lead me. I'm here to be led by the Spirit of God. I'm here to acknowledge the Spirit of God in me every moment, every second, every minute. I'm here not to do my will, but the will of the Father. And it pleases us, Holy Spirit, to do the work. It pleases us to do the perfect will of God. We take pleasure in doing your perfect will. We don't ever want to be found in any other place but in your perfect will. First Samuel 16, 14 says, But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, 
an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. You see the king saw caught himself. He, he took himself to listen to the instruction of the Lord. You see, young people, it's strange what the devil does, Pastor Abigail. It's strange what the devil, Pastor Nuno, what the devil does to people. They think when they are, uh, when they leave God, right? Some believers believe that if they don't come to a church, they are trying to embarrass you and shame you. But, but the one thing the devil does, he, he, he wants people to speak wrongly so the devil can destroy them, right? And he does destroy them, right? Young people, when they come to church, they're protected. When they hear the word, God protects them. Hallelujah. When they step out of the will of God, when they step out to be led, not by the Spirit of God, He allows, he allows you to do what you want. That's why you find, find some of them now pregnant, they step out where God wanted to protect them. It's so strange why the devil does it. Because when you're in God's presence, you're protected. You're protected. When you keep running to the house of the Lord, your spirit knows you're protected. You'll always be protected because why? You have taught yourself to humble yourself and come to sit at the feet of Jesus. You've always been protected. Know that you will always be protected. But someone who runs away from God, God. Keep on doing what God doesn't want. The Holy Spirit leaves you and allows you to do what you want. And the result of those children, some girls will fall pregnant. Some will even contract HIV AIDS. Some will be bound to alcohol and drugs. Why? They've resisted the Spirit of God. They were doing well, coming to God. Why? They were allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God. Can you see? And the spirit of wisdom will tell you that sleeping around is not the wisdom of God, it's the wisdom of the world. It's the way of the world. The way the devil wants to trip people over becomes repeated over time. You can see it, the same pattern. The devil wants to destroy people. He keeps them away from God. But when you go, wait, when you're in God, when in God's presence, you're protected from everything that devil wants you to do. The word arms you. When you go out, you're protected. You can't fall away. Why? You're allowing the Spirit of God to lead you. Hallelujah. We'll never outgrow being led by the Spirit. You see, Jesus had to obey to the cross. So you'll obey until you get to heaven. You'll submit to the Spirit of God, to the Holy Spirit, until you get to heaven. We never come to a place saying, the Holy Spirit, supposed to be in his house at the time of war. 
Can you see? He was not operating in wisdom. He was not open to operating understanding. Hallelujah. He surely grieved and quenched the Spirit of God. Why? He resisted the Holy Spirit. He decided to do something he never did that day, King David. He went up on his roof and saw another man's wife bathing, Amushev, lusted after him. Can you see? When you're not where you should be, you do the wrong thing. But the Holy Spirit is now immediately when you're doing that wrong thing. Holy Spirit, because it's leading you, is nudging you and saying, don't. Get off the roof, don't go to the roof. David, no, David resisted the Holy Spirit. He knew you should be on the roof. He knew that they would know I should be at war. Had David not gone up to the roof, other actions he would have taken. You see? David ended up uh, calling for that another man's wife. Can you imagine? And sleeping with another man's wife. King David. Not because he's king, he's in the world. No, he's a child of God. Can you see what the Bible's addressing? The children of God. Can you see the troubles in the world? When you are supposed to be in church, somebody's going to find you to do a wrong thing. Can you imagine? Remember years ago, I had these two friends. I don't know why they did that. They left their house. They walked to the mall. They went to a shop. And it was caught stealing. Now when you look at them, the way they were dressed, number one, they shouldn't have gone to the shop in their nightgowns. In their sleepwear. Number one, they shouldn't be dressed in sleepwear going to a mall, number one. Can you see when you're not supposed to be doing something? As simple as that. They went in their, in their sleepwear to the mall. And decided to steal in the shop. They were caught. The parents of the one to fetch them from the shop. In those in that sleepwear, now you're in trouble, you're gonna be smacked because you stole in the shop. Now your parent has to be called and answer for me stealing. They put a sign on them written, I am a thief. <laughs> we saw them coming back because the parent took his car, went to fetch them. They had a board on them written, I am a thief. <laughs> What are you doing at the mall in the nightmares? In a sleepwalk? Why, why do you end up stealing wallets in the job? So early in the morning, you go and steal. Not the wisdom of the world. You see that it's a lie. Child of God, when you're not supposed to be at a place, listen to the Holy Spirit. Maybe it's not you. Maybe you have to accompany someone, right? In that situation, you can see that there's something wrong going to happen. You've got to pray and trust God that, Lord, I must not be party to anything that's wrong. Hallelujah. God protect me. That when something wrong happens here, I am not party to it. Hallelujah. You see what? We see Joseph didn't want to be a party of what Potiphar's wife was doing. Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph to sleep with him. This is a married woman. Her husband is not there. Wants the servant, a born again young boy, to come and sleep with her. He resists this woman and he grabs, she grabs him, she throws off his coat, he runs away, she screams. That's the wrong story that she wanted to sleep. He wanted to sleep with her and she resisted. He gets arrested and then goes to jail. Can you see what happens? Can you see what happens? 
that situation. He was not at the wrong place. He was at work. But the devil wanted a wrong plan about him in that place. He sent a woman, ah, Holy Spirit, today with the Spirit of God, hallelujah, to direct me. You see, I have the Spirit of God, hallelujah. You see, the Holy Spirit always wants to warn you. And don't go into the taxi today. Or pray in the taxi, just intercede. Or an accident, or talks to you. Or don't go there, there's a group of boys, don't walk there. Don't walk there today. Right? He's warning you. Why would the Holy Spirit warn us? When he warns us, it doesn't mean he's not going to protect you. He wants your way there so you don't have to even appear in the particular place when something wrong must happen. We must accept that God always warns. You know, even your conscience warns you. It's your conscience. God talks to his people. He's brought us that way as his people. So you can listen to the Holy Spirit. You are created to distinguish between right and wrong. So you can be led by the Spirit of God as a child of God. You can rise and go to church. You can rise, and the fact that you can rise and put clothes on your body. You know that you must walk around naked, you must just get dressed. You want to look good going out, you can go to the house of the Lord. You can prioritize God, your Savior. Hallelujah. It was not, in, it was not the will of God. It was not God's perfect will, right? When Noah built the ark, that there would be people resisting the word Noah speaking. God's will was that people would come in to the ark. They would listen, listen, listen. Hey, the ark was built not just for the animals. Had people obey and outnumber the animals. I wonder what did happen. But it didn't happen like that. Him, Noah and his household were the ones that obeyed and went into the ark. People perished. And it took animals. My goodness. The word of God will also amaze you. Will so amaze you. Can you see what happens with creation? Creation obeys God. Can the people create the real God? Your people created in your image and likeness of God. The word says in Psalm 148, creation is created to obey his word. To fulfill God's command. When you disobey God, creation obeys God. Creation was created by God, not in his image and likeness. But the word says, it just shocks me. The word of God just shocks me. Psalm 148 says, he hath also established them forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not, which, which shall not pass. Eight. It talks about fire and hail, snow and vapor, stormy wind, fulfilling his word, obeying his command. Other translations. Psalm 148. Talking about creation. That's created to praise and honor God. You and I have the Holy Spirit in dwelling in, dwelling in us. We must obey him. We must submit to him. We must... Uh, see, the world is here. We must let go of our will. We must let go of our will. I want to bear our will so we can better. You know, when you let go, you don't take control. He wants to control us. 
so that you listen to Hallelujah. Some of us, maybe naturally, uh, some of us are soft, some of us are firm, some of us, through approach, then, you know you want touch for the whole message of so you've got a way of defending and protecting yourself. We are not supposed to be like that with the Holy Spirit. We mustn't be so sad and tough that the Holy Spirit cannot move you, right? Cannot move inside you. you can, he moves inside you, but you maintain that outside outside uh, <laughs> posture that you have. Like we can easily laugh. Can you see? Someone else has a more uh, serious face, serious look, right? And when we're like that, because that's how we are made, it doesn't mean when we come to God, when it comes to listening to God, we must speak that way. No, I must learn to listen to God, pay attention to God. A person who's naturally strict must be soft inside the Spirit of God. He must allow to be softened. His Holy Spirit is not hard. Mm. He's a soft, still voice, a quiet, still voice. He's not hard. Mm -mm. He's not like the people of the earth. That's why we must be able to surrender to him. Hallelujah. When he wants you to dance, you must dance. When you must kneel, you must kneel. Can you see? You must now come down. Submit to him. Yield to him. Let go. You know? Let him lead inside you. Let him move with the way he wants. Hallelujah. Let him move inside your spirit. Hallelujah. Let him talk to you. Cause you to pray for other people. Hallelujah. If we were to ask ourselves this week, let's pray the Holy Spirit. What do you have me do? Which people must I talk to this week? Every Tuesday, when we have, Tuesday, when we have our life service, God meets the needs of his people. We trust God to talk to people. We don't just want to have a service, but we want to minister to people's needs. Hallelujah. We want to talk to people and pray for them. And, and, and when we do that, we allow the Holy Spirit to talk to us. And He shows us their needs. Hallelujah. Because He knows everything that's been led by the Holy Spirit. Now, we need the wisdom of God operating. Can you see now? When I lay, now I'm going to depend on the Spirit of wisdom as I'm taught. Can you see, Pastor B? We're going to depend on the Spirit of understanding. I said, Lord, I'm going to descend in this situation. What's actually going on? Hallelujah. You see, in some environments, they want to set up believers. I have a testimony which is ripe to be shared. When you say something's ripe, it's ready, it can be shared. It's not prematurely shared, it's not before it's time, it's done, it's finished. You see, the devil will give you a negative report. Even when you're not wrong. Can you see what happened? I had a situation where the devil gave me an accusation. He put me in a lawsuit as if I'd done something wrong. In this lawsuit, I've not done something wrong. You know that? Hey, the devil is a liar. He brought me a lawsuit. Saying I owe so much money. The devil so ugly, he exaggerated the amount. He gave me, he gave an amount which never ever existed. He put me, gave me a lawsuit. Knowing that I didn't owe this, I paid it. A year ago. Right? Now what happens? I must be led the spirit of wisdom, right? When this happened, I kept on being contacted by the, 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 the representative of this other party. And they kept on asking. In me, it was like so much unrest about this. I kept on sending this proof that no, this was a sorted out issue. 
It was not even an issue, it was sort of something that I paid off and settled, right? This, when I had settled, you know what? But inside me, there's an issue in me. If you can settle this issue and talk about something in this issue, that's the answer. But the process, it didn't happen like that. The devil brought a lawsuit. You see, the devil's ashamed and embarrassed and all that really. The law, the devil wants to do whatever he wants to do to you. He wants to humiliate you. He wants to put you in a place where you've never been. Hallelujah. He wants to put you in a place where you've never been so that you're embarrassed, so that you're ashamed, so that you're mocked. But God doesn't do that to you. Now the devil, that's what the devil does. You bring the lawsuit, I show the person the documents that this has been settled. Right? Now the wisdom I have, before I get this document, you know the devil's a liar. I'm engaged in communication, so it's not this second. I keep sending this. I sent this a year ago. I feel of something. But it, the communication was someone else. But they notified me, you know what? You've used the wrong reference. I will send it to the right place where it should go. And it ended there. A year later, it comes back. A different communication somewhere that you owe a, a higher amount than that. Not the truth, right? But the devil sets it up as a lawsuit. Now I'm going to go defend this lawsuit. In my own name, I'm going to defend this. So I find someone to represent me, to help me. Just to do something, just to do one step in the process and then go home. Because I knew I had no peace to continue. To continue as if you're fighting. You need to be led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of Wisdom says, but you know you said this. You know you don't know this amount, right? Discern what's going on. Spirit of understanding. Discern what's going to happen here. You know what to do. Naturally, we know what to do. Can you see? Naturally, I know everything I could have done. Every step I could have taken. From day one, I did all I could. Wisdom. Notifying every place of the facts. That this is transpired. Remember, someone's come back to me and say, you put it in the wrong place. Wrong place. Not even a reference. Wrong account. Someone sorting it out, right? So I settled with this person a year ago. It comes back a year later. It's not even there. It's a higher amount. It's zero payment when that has already been paid off. What does the devil do? He wants to bring embarrassment and shame. He's doing it to the child of God. So what does the child of God do? I must take up the word. Take the word of God. The spirit of led by the Holy Spirit. Now we keep talking with this what has happened here? Holy Spirit then reminds us of a conversation last year. This was sent to a wrong account, but the person who got it, someone called you, someone notified you, and laughed and said, You know what? You put this in the wrong place. But who sent it? Who sent it to the right place for you? And surely the people that did the right thing, surely did the right thing till today. They said, You know what? But the little in between, time in between, things will go right. But the fact is, the right thing happened already. But the devil wanted to shame and embarrass his own way. We must be led by the Spirit of God. Don't do things your way. You see, we must just do, even to prove a point when you're right. Can you see? Jesus, when he was tried, I'm going to take it to <coughs> He never tried to prove himself right. He just gave him the word. Can you see? We in the flesh want to prove a point. That no, I can show them. No, don't show them anything. Be led by the Spirit of God. Don't fight the battle in your own strength. 
the leader of spirit is answer one question with one person. And someone else in the company somewhere decided to put a lawsuit to run the take to issue a summons. Whereas I'm discussing with someone who unlocking this issue. Me, I forgot to but God is raising an issue said, no, this was sorted out with someone else. There's a confirm, con- written confirmation that this has been sorted out. The wisdom of God says now, apply a greater understanding. Discern what happens when somebody does something like that. That is now a crime that president is committing. Someone inside is falsifying information, run them that way. Do I do? I report them and say, now look there. This is settled, but look internally what you're doing. Someone inside has the ability to charge things higher than what they are. So someone internally has got a skill to do wrong things. And if they're not checked or not attended, they are defrauding other people. Discern why things are happening the way they are. Hallelujah. Where things are not going right, discern. And say things are not going right, Lord. He's going to be, begin to unlock and show you why things are not going right. The spirit of discernment is operating, allowing you are allowing the spirit of discernment. Spirit of understanding. You understand the situation, right? But you're trusting God. Because the devil wants to attack you, accuse you, embarrass you, and put you down. You see, the devil wanted to be paid a higher amount for something that was paid. Now, yesterday, I get, two days ago, I get an email saying, case, this case is closed. Withdrawing the summons, the case, the case is closed. Meaning the accusation, you've been cleared, your name is cleared from this accusation. Your name is cleared from this happening to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see what happened to Joseph? Joseph ran, he took off the cloak. You see? Some places we have to run. You have to run and say, I'm going to church. Nothing should cause me to stop serving God. Hallelujah. The situation. Must not cause me to stop praying. They say, but Jesus, you didn't protect me. They put a lawsuit. Yes, it's painful. They put a lawsuit and I felt the pain. I felt it. I said, sure, I felt the pain. I felt the sting of what was going on. But only to find out. Internally, I'll find out something bigger. is happening. That they must sort out. But God's grace pulls you up. Joseph, did God pull him up? God operated, the Spirit of God operated in Joseph. He interpreted the dream of the king of the Pharaoh. What did Joseph become? In the palace in Egypt, what did Joseph become? We rise. Can you see? But the process happens. And and injustices happen to Joseph. I may experience injustice, right? But when we are led by the Spirit of God, when we allow God to work in us, you see, we're not defending ourselves. We're not fighting in, the, in our own strength. Doing, you see, many people doing many things because you can do that, right? You can. But when you're led by the Spirit, God shows you what you should do. You discern. Some, some situation may cause you to take things further and further. I had to alert them other places further than hey, In a certain place, wrong things are happening. Alert, alert, alert. Right? Because you may find out 
that you are not the only person it's happening to. Someone is busy stealing. Oh my God. Pray, child of God. Pray that you're always led by the Spirit of God. Do not follow the wisdom of the world. It's foolishness with God. It is not peaceful. Peaceful. It does not lead to good conduct. Child of God, there are things you mustn't do. When they're led by the Spirit, how about really Paul 20? He withdraws. of God in heaven. But God doesn't want them in heaven only. Can you see? He wants them here on the earth. So born again, spirit-filled believers can operate in the spirit of God. Can operate in the seven spirits of God. Can have the spirit of wisdom operating in them all the time. Hallelujah. I needed wisdom. My reasoning, my intellect, my studies, I could have done other things. We can, could have gone to court. I could have pushed the mental let's get a court, the let's get a court for fighting court. You see, the wisdom of the world. But the spirit of understanding says to say, you don't need to run any course. You don't need to run any, run any course. You don't have to do anything opposite. You see, you can discern and find out 
who's doing what around you? You see, organizations, when they hire us, they know they are good people. They know when they hire you, they believe you're the best person to work for them, right? They believe you're the best person to work for them. They don't believe people have come to steal in their companies. They don't believe people have come to destroy their companies. No, they believe they come to work and so that they, the, 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 the company progresses and prospers. And people get promoted, they get uh, senior positions, they lead, they do all, you know, we do all the great things in the company. They don't believe the one day we'll turn against the company and steal from it. They don't believe we'll act against the company at all. They don't believe we can do that. They don't have to hire anyone believing that there's people like that. Want to do things like that. Hallelujah. As a child of God, you need to operate in the seven spirits of God. We must be led by your Holy Spirit. So that God in us, you see, your flesh is contrary, wants to be right. My flesh wants to prove to the whole world I'm right. I did. I had to push all my emails I wrote the same day I got my summons. And here's my settlement documents. Here's my settlements. Here's what I paid a year ago. I paid everything. I didn't get a discount, which is okay. But I settled a year ago. And here comes the sheriff with the summons. I want to prove, I said, no, come share CC, share, share CC, share, settle this, take this, take this, take this thing away from me, take away this thing, <laughs> take this everything from me, take it away, <laughs> don't give me something like that, it is my day, what are you doing with my day? <laughs> Who wants to be taken to God? No one wants to be taken to God, believe me, no one wants to be taken to God, no one. No one. It's worse when you are innocent. It's worse when you're innocent. And you're taken to God. Look at the Josephs. Joseph was accused of rape. How many people are accused of rape that never raped? You see, my situation may be different from someone else. How about men that are accused of rape and 10 or 20 years later, 30 years later, they're so old, they find out they didn't rape the person. They, they went to jail. For something they never committed. There are so many people who are Jews like Joseph today. There are so many people in jail for crimes that they never committed. Are you aware? Not everyone in jail is guilty of anything. Not everyone who's gone to jail is guilty at all of crime, of any crime. Some have sat in jail for things that were nothing to do with them. And they were never involved in anything. But the devil has set it up that they are. You see what happened to Joseph? It can happen to anyone. Joseph ran away and let his stroke. She, you see the circumstance, who was going to be believed between Potter's wife, a woman of reputation, than Joseph? Who was Joseph? Who was going to believe Joseph? Who was going to believe Joseph? Who was going to believe me that I said that it was enough? No, there was something else in the process that it was fixed already, but it had to come out. But someone else in another company doesn't want to with another, another action. Can you see what happens? There are so many innocent people out there. Oh my God, may we have discernment. Lord Jesus, may wrong people not be accused. May wrong people not be accused. May the innocent be protected and delivered this day, Lord Jesus. God of the righteous and the innocent, deliver 